Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Come on! Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Donovan, rising fire high above the arc, and he hits it. And Billy Donovan wants a timeout on that one. 10-9, Utah. Yang hands it to Clarkson right side. Clarkson drives, got the baseline clear. Kicks to Ingles, left corner three. Another for Joe! Holy cow, Joe Ingles, how do you do it? Four for five from three to start the night. Donovan drops that kick out. Ingles, three, right side. Oh, he's still got the flames coming out of him. Driving. Rudy, block shot, that's number nine. Rudy's new career high blocks. 97-79, it's a palindrome, and Rudy's on fire. The Utah Jazz blow out the Chicago Bulls, 120-95 to wrap up a five-game road trip. In style, Donovan Mitchell had 30, Rudy Gobert, one block shy of a triple-double, Joe Ingles, 17 off the bench, and as you can tell from David Locke, he made five out of six three-pointers. The Jazz dominated this one, PK. It was a little bit like watching a game in January. They they defended, they held the Bulls under 100 points, they didn't give up a bunch of easy layups and putbacks and stuff, and they won by more than 20 points. There was no drama at the end. It was like old times. If old times, I mean, you know, like six or seven weeks ago. Yeah, they definitely broke out of their funk. Uh, you know, the thing that I like is they, they didn't have a lackluster start. They didn't allow a team that's under 500 to think, hey, we got a chance. They put the Bulls into their place early, and the Bulls know we're not as good a team. It's just the facts are we're well into the season now, and, you know, we've got Levine. He's nice, and marketing didn't have a good game at all. So the players that you would think that maybe would need to play huge were not that huge, and the Jazz were able to control it, and the tempo, and just the feeling of it is like, okay, we got this game. Yeah, and I think the Bulls definitely settled into, well, We'll play and we'll get our points. But I thought there were a lot of quick shots, not really good shots, settling for jumpers. And the Jazz defended them, but i got to say, midway through that game, I thought it was pretty clear the Bulls were making themselves pretty easy to be defended as well. Okay, well, you're the basketball expert on the station, on our show anyway, so I'm going to defer to you. Jazz are off today. They play the Nets tomorrow. Now, the Nets announced that Kyrie Irving isn't traveling on this three-game road trip. The Nets are playing in Portland tonight. Durant is out. He's played less than half the games this year. So, it is definitely a shorthanded team. But they will have Harden, and they do have some other players around them. So, see what happens with that game. That'll be 8 o'clock on ESPN tomorrow night. With Irving, it's a, it's a family matter. Club's uh, out ahead of it, and he'll just miss these three games on this trip. So, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Inbounds to Moran. He gets free. Moran up and under the basket. Reverse layup is good. He hangs. He double clutches, spins, and gets fouled. Back rim to Connaughton. Holiday steps back for a corner three. Swish. Bango, Drew Holiday. Wall round a tape pick. Goes inside to a cutting take, catches it in traffic, up fakes, draws the foul. There was no whistle. He got fouled, but he laid it up and in anyway. Jay Shantate! Leonard top of the key with five to shoot. Working on Snell, childhood friend. Step back three ball. Oh, yes! Cash money! Kawhi Leonard from straight away. The dagger. 
There's Kawhi Leonard, 25 points as the Clippers beat the Hawks, 119 to 110. Hawks had an eight-game win streak. They've climbed from 11th to 4th in the East on the strength of that win streak, and they led by 22 in this one. The Clippers were really struggling, so they went with the bench, PK, and the bench got him back in the game, and then the starters came in and, and finished it as we hear Kawhi Leonard with a dagger. So an odd game for the Clippers, but ultimately a, a 119-110 win as the bench gets him back in when they were getting uh, getting annihilated, down 22. Way to go, Clipper bench. Rockets' 20-game losing streak is over. They beat Toronto 117-99. to Sean Tate, who we heard in the highlights, had 22 points. A 20-game losing streak. That would be miserable. But it's over. Who is Deshaun Tate? Never heard of him. Yeah, I know, right? His backstory. Uh, blank. <laughs> Grizzlies beat the Celtics in OT. You heard John Morant in there. He had 29-9. and Boston's troubles continue. They continue going sideways, not looking like much of a contender in the East. And the Spurs, who uh, were... Battling for that uh, fifth spot or kind of fading away here. The Hornets beat them 100-97. to Gordon, Gordon Hayward had 27 as Charlotte got the win. Hall of Famer Elgin Baylor passed away due to natural causes at the age of 86. He followed his illustrious playing career with the Lakers. Uh, with more than 20 years as the general manager of the Clips, he was an 11-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA selection, and widely credited for being the first above-the-rim high flyer. Jerry West spoke of him as a, a mentor, a big brother figure, and the best person he knew. Never got the wow. championship. Bill Russell. Beating him in the finals all those times. Eight trips the to the finals. The best person Jerry West knew? Yeah, Jerry West dropped that quote. Best the person best I know. best person? Yeah. Wow. Best person I know. Don't you have any interaction? Normally when somebody dies, we... And on, our, on our station and every station I've ever listened to, they like to tell us about how what interaction they had with that person. I had no interaction with Elgin Baylor. Zero, huh? Zero. You probably had some in L.A. He was a Clipper GM. He must have gone to sure. press conferences where he was talking about draft picks. Yeah. Well, tell us about your interaction, PK, because people <laughs> on the <this> station... <laughs> You never had a one-on-one with him? You sidled up along him after uh, the press conference? I, I think I talked to him, been passing, sure. Yeah, but, I mean, who cares? We just, I always find that interesting when somebody dies. And they go, well, well, my interaction, like the listener really cares. I mean, I was not friends with Elgin Baylor, but I saw him a million times at Clipper games. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. The dominant second half has Oregon, the number seven seed, knocks out the two seed in the West, beating Iowa by a score of 95 to 80. And now UCLA can dribble out the final 10 seconds. That'll do it. And UCLA, who got into the dance by the skin of their teeth after losing four straight, has now won three games in six days to march on to the program's 21st Sweet 16 appearance. USC lost its top five scorers from last year reloads and is going to the Sweet 16. 85-51, the Trojans douse Kansas. The Sweet 16 is set. Four Pac-12 teams advancing. Colorado got knocked out, but both L.A. schools and both Oregon schools advance. Oregon State's going to take on Loyola of Chicago. A couple of Cinderella's there, PK. 
UCLA, yeah, Alabama. Are. USC and Oregon are going head-to-head, so there's going to be uh, another team knocked out and another team uh, from the Pac-12 definitely make it into the Elite Eight. So I'm looking at SC's roster, you know, and I've always thought they had the most talent in the conference. Uh, I, I've said that on numerous occasions. Certainly the, the Mobley kid and his brother have a shot to play in the NBA. But anyway, I'm looking at the SC roster, and we make fun of Britton Covey being old. SC has a kid that started his basketball career at Southern Utah in 2013. Yeah, He thinks Britton Covey's a kid. Britton didn't yeah. get to college till 2015. And so I'm reading his bio, and I assume he went on a Latter-day Saint mission. It doesn't say it, but it says he's fluent in Mandarin. Now, uh-huh. all, everybody I know who's fluent in Mandarin is an absolute nerd. <laughs> hey, watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> who isn't of that culture, and they're not nerds, but any white guy who is fluent is an absolute nerd. I'll, I'll put it that way. Yet again, tread so, lightly. Yeah, so... Uh, I assume it's because he went on a, a Latter-day Saint mission. Uh, but 2013, wow, man, that, that uh, Covey didn't start till 2015, right? Right, yeah, 2015. Yeah, so, man, what they must make uh, fun of him. Now, he's not as much of a player on the team as Covey is on the youth football program. So, uh, so, wow, that, that's funny. When I was just going through that, I, I got to figure the kid is LDS, obviously, with the Southern Utah connection and fluent in Mandarin. Uh, what are they, Chinese Mandarin or Mandarin Chinese? How do you say that, Yuck? Mandarin, but it's Mandarin Chinese, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I would imagine that's where he served his mission, and that would account for two of those years, and then he had a knee injury or something that got the year back and blah, blah, blah. But if this year doesn't count, he could be nine years <laughs> if he chose to come back next season. Who was a Florida State quarterback? Was it Chris, Chris Winky? Yeah. yeah. Was he 28th? He played, played, he played minor yeah, league he played ball. ball. Yeah. 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 I mean, you see that from time to time. Yeah, there's been a few of those. Yeah. And some guys who also served in the Army who came back and played football yeah. in their 30s. But that that doesn't that, – they're, they're older, but it's not like they started eight years ago. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep, I they're, do. They, they just started the, their time the, later. Usually the clock starts running. Yeah. And you can pause the clock, you know. Four to, you got five years to play four, and now with yeah. the pandemic you get a bonus year, and with the mission your clock will pause for two years. So it's, it's hard to stretch it out. Bonus year for uh, multiple surgeries. You see that sometimes. I get the sixth year of eligibility. And he's got the Mormon name, McKay. I think it's McKay Anderson. So he fits right in there. Not that McKay's a, a Mormon name, but it's uh, let's let's call it like it is. It's mostly a Caucasian name. Any other surprises for you in the Sweet 16? Three one seeds and two twos left. So there's a few of the big dogs left. Obviously, there's a lot of a lot of people who maybe weren't expecting to be there. Maybe some of the lower seeds did. We should have been seated this low. We're that good. Or seeds had their are, path cleared. Seeds don't matter. I mean, seeds, are, seeds are just the way to start the tournament. So if you want to get excited about that, whatever. I mean, it, I'm surprised that Oregon had such an easy time with Iowa, the way they just basically rolled them. And uh, 
that Garza kid who was crying when he got taken out. He got my Wooden Award as uh, the Wooden Award winner this year. I voted him number one. Uh, Gonzaga looked good again. I mean, I, I think this Suggs. I'm going to go. I'm going to say Suggs is going to be the best Gonzaga pro that they've had. They've had a slew of pros. Uh, I think right now Sabonis owns that title. But Suggs, man, he just looks so smooth and so good. Women's tournament, BYU, with a rally from a 12-point deficit. The Cougars beat Rutgers 69-66. Paisley Johnson-Harding had 28 in the win. Jeff Judkins has another team advancing in the tournament. He's been to the Sweet 16 a couple times before, and he will play for the Sweet 16 again. He's going to join us coming up in the 9 o'clock hour from San Antonio, where the entire women's tournament has relocated. Good for them. We love to see good things happen to Judd, and everybody does. Yep. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I keep an eye on somebody like Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Those are the two that would make sense for them to target. Hear a lot of rumors out there that they are really high on Justin Fields out of Ohio State. So they'd have to travel quite a distance uh, to get up in range to get Justin Fields. CNFL.com's Daniel Jeremiah saying the Patriots may try and get a quarterback in the draft. They've re-upped Cam Newton for one more year, but what is the long-term plan? How far can they move up? Because not only are the quarterbacks going to go in the first round, PK, this mock draft has four or five quarterbacks, depending on who you read, going way early. You know, and So can you get in the top ten? Can you get into the top five? Wouldn't be surprising if there are three quarterbacks in the top five or six picks. That'd be awesome. Patriots, let them make a trade because they're going to draft Justin Fields. That wasn't bad. Good work. <laughs> that just come to you or you work on that? It's came to me right now. Nice. <laughs> that was a little too good for me to think that it just came to you because I know that's think what 95% of the stuff does. <laughs> But that was some high-end material there, so I thought, well... I had no friggin' idea what Jared, Daniel Jeremiah, Jeremiah was going was to say. say. I, don't know, I have no idea who Daniel Jeremiah Go is. Go ahead and pick him out of a lineup. <laughs> I'm sure he knows what he's talking about, but I did not hear that until 30 seconds ago. Well, the money's still flying around. You remember Adore Jackson, a uh, former Jackson? USC sure. football player, yeah, uh, was with the Titans. He's now a New York Giant. For three years and $39 million, 20 of it fully guaranteed. The Dory Jackson, the receivers at SC were so good that they moved him. It's not like Kyle, who moves his best players over there. They just figured, we got to get him on the field more. <laughs> Give you an idea of how great the SC receivers have been, because he played a little bit of both. And then, uh, obviously, concentrating on the cornerback position in the NFL. Well, that cliche, whenever a defensive back drops an easy interception, that's why he's a defensive back. You can't catch the ball. If he had hands, he'd be on offense. Right. That doesn't really fit a Dory Jackson. So, No, um, he did play both ways a little bit, yeah. I'm watching the Giants. I expect him to hold on to those picks. Heisman Trophy winner Devonta Smith said he plans to officially weigh in for teams today at Alabama's Pro Day during due to concerns about his slight frame. He's not going to participate in on-field drills or do the other testing. Wants the game tape to speak for itself, as it should. It's a quote, I feel like it's not going to be any different than college. I've played in the SEC. I feel like it's the toughest conference there is. I know a lot of people that are bigger than me. They have more problems than me. So I'm not worried about it at all. Okay. Let's see if teams are worried about it and where he goes. 
And six more civil lawsuits have been fired by the Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Wa- or against the uh, Deshaun Watson, the Texans quarterback, alleging sexual assault and inappropriate contact. Houston area attorney Tony Busby has filed 13 lawsuits in all while representing the women who are Watson's accusers. Busby said a 14th will be filed soon. I don't remember anything like this, PK. This is one of a kind. All the cases are coming from one lawyer. I think usually when you see multiple cases, there are multiple lawyers. There's no criminal complaints with them. I think... When you see civil complaints, usually, not always, but usually you see criminal complaints with them. I would expect more than one lawyer. This is a, this is a different deal. Deshaun Watson had the one initial statement, but he hasn't said anything since then as the lawsuits pile up. I don't know if, I don't know where this is going. Well, you just hope that justice prevails. Absolutely. Uh, on this, whatever the truth is, I hope it comes out to the way it's supposed to, the way truth is truth. And so... Uh, I hope that that's it's actually the conclusion. I find it interesting that it puts a bunch of media people in predicaments who tend to be outspoken on certain things, but don't have a peep to say about this one. Well, I don't think this uh, controversy is going away anytime soon. We'll see if people have uh, something to say. I just hope the truth prevails, yeah. man, as I do in all of these instances, whatever they might be. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That is Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Ben Anderson, jazz writer for kslsports.com, is going to join us at 8.30. Jeff Judkins, BYU women's basketball coach, coming up at about 9.10. The question of the day is on the way. Back to the Utah Jazz and their win in Chicago. Stay with us. It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.